Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. So in this episode, we are going to start diving into each of the human design types. And this is probably one of the most commonly used and talked about like terms in the human design world. It's like we... It's kind of like with astrology where people like share what their sun signs are, like the equivalent in human design is your type. And that doesn't mean that it's the only important or it's the most important thing in human design. I actually don't think it is at all because Um, a little bit of my story, like I said, I was going to sprinkle it throughout these episodes. Um, when I first learned my human design type, I didn't relate to it at all. I was just like, this isn't me. I was reading it in a book and I just, I didn't, the way that the words were written and it's not the person, it was a book by Karen Parker And I actually um, have read other books of hers and have taken some courses from her uh, through her human design membership. And um, she's amazing. Like she shared other things that have like completely touched my soul. But it was just that particular book and that particular time in my life. I was like, what? No, this isn't me. Like, nope, this isn't me. And it's because there's so many more layers to human design. So I'm sharing this, you know, in case if you're listening and maybe you've started looking at human design before and you just haven't really related to your type, that's okay. Like, typically, I would say that it's likely that if you're listening to this, something has led you here. Something has led you to keep on moving on. And I'm just going to encourage you to keep on moving forward if something shared like it just doesn't hit with you like doesn't resonate like take what resonates leave the rest behind like don't worry about it like oh this doesn't resonate don't worry about it like take the things that do and take the things that um have gotten you to think have gotten you to contemplate like even listening to this and maybe something doesn't hit right but like ask the question what if it were true what if this was who I was meant to be what would happen then expand and I want to say like human design is meant to empower you and before I like go into like the types and how they came about and everything like human design is meant to empower you like I was uh, having a conversation the other day and 
somebody was like, oh, I was disappointed to find out that I was a generator because I'm not one of the special ones. Like, no, you are special. Each of the types is special. And, um, you know, they're, I hear this so many times, like projectors or manifestors wish that they were generators or manifesting generators. And then the generators, and I felt this too. Like, I'm like, oh, I wish I was a projector. But I say that as a joke. I like, I own, I love my, I love my design. I love myself. But I was like, oh man, that projector. <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's, it's empowering. Like you are powerful. You are incredible. Like no matter what your type is. And I just want to say that like in this beginning and the thing is, is that because human design has so many layers and so many pieces to it, we all get to experience at some point elements of each human design type. This isn't going to be talked about in this episode, um, potentially in the future, depending on like how how far and how deep I decide to go with it, but I think I, I think I might go a little deep because it's so fun. But there's like so many different parts to the human design. There, uh, the there's transits where you know the energy moves, and so you know on certain days, like if if there's gates like activated in the sacral, like a, a lot of people may be feeling like generators that day and reflectors all reflectors. <laughs> if you are a reflector listening to this, I would love to chat with you. Like definitely uh, go to the show notes, go look at the application. Like I want to talk to you on the podcast, like, because I want to support you guys, but reflectors, like you get to experience the feelings like each day like you may be experiencing the energy of all the different types and that's so cool and so with that being said let's get started talking about the human design types because hello they're fun let's do this so how the types come about and I referenced this before because there's transit so like if you think about astrology, like this is, you know, pretty common knowledge. Um, if you are in the spiritual realm world where um, a lot of people who know human design are, um, you know, in astrology, like the planets move, like we have, you know, we just experienced an Aquarius full moon when I'm recording this. And so it's like you think of the moons in different signs. It's something similar in human design. Like all 13 planets, the 13 planets flow through each gate like a clock with like 13 hands. And so your chart gets formed based on the moment that you were designed in the moment you were born, like those gates imprints on those 13 planets at a specific time, like the moment you were born. And then in human design, it's like 88 days before you were born. It's believed that's when the soul enters the body. And so 
like based on, so there's 26 gates that each person has defined in their chart. It can make channels and then it can define the centers. Like channels define centers in the human design chart. And so based on this combination of centers that you have defined or undefined, um, you get an overarching type. And this is basically like an archetype of who you are. And it's a generalization of how you impact others. And that would explain why, like when I read in this book, like the certain language that was used that I didn't relate to my tar type because it's a generalization. There are like so many different layers. Like when you uh, begin to look at like the channels, the actual connections that you have, that's when it hits deeper. And so the types, like they have like these different like flavor profiles, you know, and it can, it gives you, you know, this, this way of like how these different types like can interact and everything. And so what I really love to use the types for, and what I've noticed in my life is that it's not necessarily about like, you know, some of the different like flavors that are characterized by each type, but it's more like the strategy, the non-self theme and the signature. Like for me and a lot of the times with like my clients, this is what hits every single time. And this is going to show you like how you best take action and what it looks like when you're both in and out of alignment. And so uh, this is like a very simple way to get started with getting into alignment with your human design type. And and I've shared this like in the uh, beginning of my coaching and everything, like you don't necessarily need to learn the entire human design system in order for it to make an impact in your life. You can just know your the types, the signature, and the non-self, and a bit about the strategy, and you can live a very happy and very fulfilled life. Like, I just personally, and this podcast is for people who find all this fascinating, but if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on right now, um, like people are talking about all these different things, and I'm just feeling really overwhelmed, like, um, pay attention to the um, episodes where I am sharing about your type and the signature non-self and the strategy and just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I'm going to do things a little bit differently because that's how I roll. Um, and because like I I chose for the first interview to have it be with a manifester because that's just what um, I, I just really like that interview for the first interview because it was with somebody who you know didn't doesn't didn't really know like a ton and has really like impacted and shifting her life so I'm in this episode um, I'm going to talk about manifestors, and I want to start there because we we just um, 
you guys just met a manifester and there's another manifester interview coming because I, I love I love my manifestors and so manifestors actually make up about nine percent of the collective so not um, not a lot and side note um, my general coaching business is actually a manifester also so um, I experience this energy a lot. Uh, my one of my sisters is actually a manifester, and one of my uh, one of my closest friends is also a manifester. And so, what makes a manifester a manifester is uh, manifestors have the undefined sacral center, but they also have what's called a motor center connected to their throat. And so. Like manifestors are meant to be leaders, inspirers, and initiators. And they're here to expand us as a collective and lead us into new directions. And like every manifestor I know, like literally every manifestor I know has definitely um, held this energy. And actually, um, if I am remembering correctly, uh, Ra'uluhu was also a manifestor. And so... The thing is, like, so we'll start strategy for manifestors. Like, the strategy for them is to inform and initiate. And the reason for this is because if you think about it, like, manifestors are here to expand the collective, expand us as a collective. If, if they're responding to something, if they're, like, waiting for the invitation, if they're like sitting back, they're not going to be able to expand us if they're sitting still. So they're here to take action. And so um, the thing with manifestors is they're meant to like get clear on what they need and like tell the universe and telling their people. It's like informing and then initiating. And the thing is, and what I've noticed um is there's something called like the manifestor cycle. This is something I learned um, from my human design mentor, Eden Carpenter. She is amazing. Um, and I've seen this play about with, um, with like a lot of manifestors. And we talked about this in the interview with Jessica. And it's the sense of like, you know, the manifestor, they're ready for something new. They're like, they get, they get these ideas, like, if you're a manifestor listening, like, you're getting ideas, and you're, like, deciding what you want to do, and then, like, this first part, it's, like, you're, um, you're getting these ideas, and you're deciding, and then you're informing the people of what you want to do, and then you're going to move into the action piece, like, take the action to bring that idea forward, and then you like, you know, you take your short bursts of action and then the next piece, and this is the harder, can be the hardest piece, is like cutting the ties. Letting go, releasing, and recognizing that it's time for that new thing to end. And then going into a period of like rest and reflection. And this manifestor cycle can also show up in manifesting generators. So I'm going to share like from my experience and um if you listen to the interview with jessica like we talked about these things uh with her with all of all of the things that she 
has been doing, like when she was a personal trainer, when she, um, you know, was working in like the finance arena, when she, um, and now is deciding to step into being like a, like a sex coach, like, and combining all these things, like these are all cycles she moved through and went into something new. So uh, that interview is like chock full of like examples of what those cycles can look like. And it's not necessarily just your business. But how I experience this in my life is, you know, it's it, it usually happens about every two years. I'm like, I get like, I get like ready for something new. You know, I, <sighs> It's like I, um, it's like I want to do something and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And then I like take these actions and like the, and the cycle can be like whatever length it's going to be. Um, but for me in like my career, it's, it's usually been about like every two years. And so I would do things to like change. I would need like it comes across as like this need to change. Like I stayed at Starbucks for um, about 12 years, 11, 12 years. I can't remember now. Um, and in the beginning, like, it's like, okay, I got this job and I'm getting used to like learning the job and everything. And then about like two years in, I was like, okay, I'm ready to step into like a supervisor role. So I did the supervisor role. And then two years after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to school to be a librarian. And I needed to step down from that supervisor role. So I did that. But then, like, things got boring again. I was like, okay, I'm ready to step back up into a leadership role. Okay. And then another, like, two years there. And I was like, no, nah, I don't really like working at Starbucks anymore. Um, let me, like, change locations. So change locations, doing okay for a couple years. Oh, I need to change locations again. Okay, and like step back into a leadership role. Okay, I'll do that. And then like, so every couple of years, it's like I would change something because something just didn't feel right. And at that point, I didn't know what human design was. I didn't know what I was experiencing, but it was like this urge to like change. Like, oh, I'm ready for something new. I'm like, this doesn't feel right to me anymore. Let me do something to change it. And so if you're a manifester or if you're a manifesting generator, like this can happen and you can play with these cycles. You can prepare for these cycles. Um, and you know, in this can happen in business. This can be like, you know, okay. Like I really like talking about or like teaching on this certain thing and, you can move through that cycle and then move on. And that is why, like, you know, teaching live programs and then um, having them be, like, once you teach it, it's like you're kind of done with it. And then having it be a um, evergreen program after that. And for me in my business, like, how it's showing up is, like, yes, I might be, like, ready to teach something and talk about something, but... I keep on learning and growing and expanding that I can teach about the same things, but it's like completely updated information. And that's like my something new. And this something new doesn't have to be radical. It doesn't have to be like a complete change. It can also be like a slight change. 
it can be like something small and something slight. And so, um, like that manifestor cycle is something to just be aware with and play around with and see how it shows up in your life. So then, and these pieces were the, for my type at least was just, it, it led me to so much change and so much like massive impact in my life. And it's just looking at this non-self theme and this signature for each of the types. Like I said, this episode is about manifestors. And don't worry if you're not a manifestor, like <laughs> your episode is coming. Keep on listening. So the non-self theme for manifestors is anger. And this anger can occur when other people don't see things your way, they don't get it, and you're feeling like you need to conform to fit in. And this can also occur when you're not doing what your soul wants. You know, so much happens in our lives. Like, one of the biggest things for me and I think for humans is like we want to feel understood we want to feel seen we want to feel heard we want to be ourselves and manifestors like you're so unique and people don't necessarily see it that way like most of the manifestors I know are very like polarizing people like my sister is extremely polarizing I love her but you know, she has, like, these strong opinions and these strong ways that she, like, lives her life and experiences things. And, like, the manifestor aura can be, like, bold and repelling. Like, people either want to be in your energy or they don't want to be in your energy. And uh, manifestors can feel, like, really hard to understand, and so this anger happens when other people don't see it your way. They don't get it. And then in order for you to receive like the recognition and the love that you desire, you feel like you're needing to conform to fit in. You're feeling like you need to conform to fit into what everybody else wants you to be. But that's not who you're meant to be. You can still be loved. You can still receive love like being yourself. And that love, like, starts from within. So manifestors, like, do what your soul wants you to do. Like, deep down, listen to, like, what your soul is wanting you to do. It's It may or may not make sense. But just follow that soul calling. Follow that, that pull. Follow those urges. Like as manifestors, you're going to feel these urges. You're going to feel these like pulls to go do something. Follow it. And then, you know, with the strategy, like I said, there's this informing. And I didn't spend a lot of time talking about that. But, you know, you decide like you want to do something. You decide you're like, okay, this feels good. This feels aligned. This is what I want to do. You got to inform people. <laughs> you got to inform the people who it's going to affect. And it's literally just telling them what you're up to. It's not asking for permission. 
it's literally like just telling them what you're gonna do like thinking about it like this way you know if you live with somebody and you're going grocery shopping you tell them you're going grocery shopping going to the store no matter what be like hey i'm going to the grocery store that other person then you're giving like the generator type something to respond to oh hey you're going to the grocery store can you pick up this thanks see how it like kind of all the pieces like fit together like manifestors when you inform you're giving the generators and manifesting generators something to respond to you it may be it might be something that the projectors take as an invitation giving them something giving them something like a feeling like they're being invited all these pieces connect together so this non-self theme of anger can come when you're failing to inform you haven't told other people what you're doing and you're feeling unsupported then informing gives people a chance to support you and yes some people are going to misinterpret that and think that they that you are asking for permission and they might tell you no that's where you can just be like, oh, screw this. I'm doing it anyway. And, you know, it could be like the informing piece gets conditioned away. Like when you're a child, you may have naturally been like, hey, I'm doing this. Hey, I'm doing this. And your parents or whoever raised you may have said like, no, you can't do that. And that can lead to anger. But it's time to change that pattern and that pattern can change the more that you inform and the more that you keep on doing it anyway no matter what other people think you can change literally anything you have the power to change anything in your life at any moment so for manifestors your signature is peace this peace occurs when you feel supported in your ideas. This occurs like when you inform and people listen with enthusiasm. You're, you have your people following you and people are inspired by you and they're following you. Like this peace happens. It's like this, this inner peace. You're like, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing what my soul is calling me to do and people are seeing me. People are listening to me like people love me like this it feels good and the signature is a sign that you're being in alignment because you are going to have like people who follow you you're going to have people who just really want to be in your energy They're, you're going to have people who just want to work with you and you're going to be supported. You know, I love this. Like one of my, I think I said one of my really good friends, she is a manifester. And there's these cycles in there. Like she's, you know, moving through things and it's not, eventually I want to have her on the podcast just to talk. But like, um, this is just me observing things. Like I'm, um, I'm in her Facebook group and stuff and like she will literally like not show up for weeks 
like I said, not completely always in alignment, but like when she shows up, people are there. And it feels good to her. And I'm sharing this because sometimes maybe if you're a manifester and it's like overwhelming to show up or like you want to give up, but like when you do show up, there are people who are there for you. There are people who love you. There are people who support your ideas, support what you're doing, support the energy that you put out, out there. And they're going to be with you like no matter what. So just know that that is, that's there for you. And then some common like conditioning and like, I'm going to do a whole episode about around deconditioning, but like, you know, conditioning is like where, like, if you have studied anything about, like, the subconscious mind and everything, you know that, like, the subconscious mind controls a, a major part of our lives. And it's something we're not even aware of, but it forms from the, t from the time of birth until we're about eight years old. Like, any time before eight, like, you're just a walking subconscious mind, and you're picking up on everything, and this is where a lot of conditioning can come from. And it, there's so many different forms of it, but it's like you were trained to behave in a certain way. And some common things that can happen with manifestors is this need to ask for permission. And, like, I talked about this more in the informing piece, but, like, people in manifestors' lives could have misinterpreted the informing that they were trying to do as a way of asking for permission. But no, you don't need to ask for permission. It's informing. It's, and the difference is asking versus telling. You're telling somebody, hey, this is what I'm doing. Another form of common conditioning is feeling bad for wanting to do the things that you want to do. Like, no, you are meant to. Your desires are meant for you. What your soul is calling you to do is meant for you. Something else that can come up is, like, not being able to stick with anything. Like, I remember growing up, like, it's like you got a job after graduating college and you stuck with it. You stuck with that career for the rest of your life. But manifestors and manifesting generators, like, you like to switch jobs. There are people who like to change jobs. I know people who in the past year have, like, changed jobs, like, three or four times. And it's like, sometimes you need to try something, experience something before you know what's right for you. And that strength to move and to change things regardless of how good it looks on your resume, that's strong. Like, there's, it's not necessarily, like, we're not at all meant to, like, stick with something and do the same things. For the rest of our lives like a lot of us like we're multi-passionate we love to switch things up and like being uncertain is like exciting 
So know that you're not always meant to stick to the same things. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And then the other piece, I see this come up a lot, is like it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for, for, for permission. And it's scary. This is a piece that I play, I've, I'm trying to decondition. But it's hard to inform. It's hard to let people know because hearing that no, like, sucks so much but like yes you have the power to forge forward without informing but there can be some like sticky situations that happen and you may like lose trust in certain people you know I had a situation happen like over the weekend where you know I, I failed to inform and I failed to inform about something and because I didn't, I was afraid to inform and ask for permission because I didn't want to hear the no. And, um, I got caught and now I'm dealing with the consequences of like, um, some people losing some trust in me. This wasn't with clients. Um, this was with, um, like, this was with other people in my life, but, you know, it's, it takes a lot of strength to inform, especially, like, if it's, if maybe you're afraid of confrontation, like, when we go into more of the centers and how those centers play out in your life like that, this feeling of confrontation can come up. There is, like, common conditioning is, like, not wanting to confront other people because you don't want to deal with their feelings. You don't want to deal with your feelings. You just, you're, like, dealing with the negative, I don't like the word negative, but, like, dealing with, like, certain kinds of feelings, it's hard. So just know, like, you are designed to inform, and sometimes that informing isn't necessarily going to be easy, but it is necessary. So just, like, forge forward with that. So that is, like, what I have for the manifestors. Like I said, I wanted to... Um, do this episode here just it's not the way that I'm going to do the types it's not gonna necessarily going to be in any order that I've really seen before but um, this podcast is a journey and you know I'm placing the various interviews that I have with people like based on like where this information is going to be like really helpful for you so um, I hope you enjoyed this. If you have questions about manifestors or, um, or want to chat, like I invite you, like, um, follow me on social media, on my Instagram at the Amy Bay, like send me a message. Let me know, like if you have questions about 
being a manifester, if you know manifestors and everything. And I am very excited um, to dive even deeper into all the different types with you guys. It's going to be so, so good. And I also, I do have uh, trainings on the types and even some like deeper layers of the types in my free Embody Your Design membership. You can also upgrade to a VIP to receive even more support, even more coaching, even more embodiment tools. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you later. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design. We dive deep into how you can embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at theamymay with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.